Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have such a special guest, Jen Sincero. She is a number one New York Times bestselling author, success coach, and motivational cattle prod who's helped countless people transform their personal and professional lives via her products, speaking engagements, newsletters, seminars, and books. Her books, I am a badass and I'm a badass at making money are both on my must read list that I give to all my clients and were some of the first books that I read when I started on my own business journey. And I love how relatable she is in her writing and how she adds humor because taking ourselves too seriously is just a bore. So welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. So I want to know what are you most excited about today? Today, well, I have two of my dearest friends uh, living in my casita and they just got here. They're sort of refugees from the pandemic and so they're quarantining, but I'm just so excited to have them and their dog and just to have my people around me right now. It's so much fun. That is so nice and so necessary and so needed right now. I know. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's, it's, it's like an adult dorm over here. Oh, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be doing some keg stands? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> okay. Today I am most excited about, I saw a naturopath. And so I've been trying to like, just get my health back into check. And I know I kind of like took for granted my health for a while. And I was, I just never had to think about it, but I recently had, um, to, and I, I know people that listen to my podcast are probably like, okay, we get it. Stop talking about it. But I just had an appendectomy, which was like super sudden and crazy. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm just like getting my gut back in, in check after oh, what dectomy? And I had my appendix removed. Oh boy. Yeah. Like super random, super sudden. Yikes. Mm. Um, and yeah, like it did, I, it just like, I have not gotten back to normal yet. So mm. I'm just trying to get that all in order. So I'm just excited. I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I've got some more like supplements and stuff to take. So we're getting there slowly, but surely. Mm. Okay. Let's do a chakra shout out. Is there someone, a person, book, place, or thing you would like to shout out that is helping you on your journey today? Who is helping me? Well, I'm reading this great book called The Presence Process by Michael Brown that was recommended by a friend of mine. And it's a total sort of like ass kicker of a meditation practice book. And I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. It's a new, it's sort of a new-ish take on a bunch of crap that I already know, but you know, we already... We already know so many things and we don't know a damn thing. So that's really helping me right now. <laughs> uh, yes. The beginner's mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, does he have like meditation practices that he explains how to do in the book? Yeah, it's kind of, um, it incorporates breathing, which I love any kind of breathing practice, which, you know, all meditation does in a way, but this is sort of specific where you repeat the same thing all throughout the meditation as you're breathing in and breathing out. And it's just, it's just pretty cool. It's really, it's, it's really bringing up some cool stuff for me. 
Interesting. We will have mm-hmm. to check it out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shout out Danielle Page. She is an astrologer, but I, she does full moon circles. And I just did her full moon circle uh, that she did during the eclipse, which was just a few nights ago. Um, I cried. I never cry. I'm an Aquarius. I don't really emote. And so <laughs> it was obviously very, very powerful. So shout out to Danielle. We've had her on the show as well, but we'll link you guys to all her stuff on Instagram. But her okay. thing is I am Danielle Page. So give her a little looky loo. Um, I didn't know Aquarians don't emote that really. I have some really dear friends who are Aquarians. You just literally like my mind just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I always joke like Aquarius people have no feelings, but we have feelings. We just don't feel the need to share them with other people. Oh my, you so. literally just saved like five of my closest friendships. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and it's like, and if other people are emotional, it's like I almost get like uncomfortable. Like, oh my god, pat them on the back. You're just like, they're there, they're there. (laughs) And it's not because we don't feel bad or we don't have empathy. I know. Want to express it, so then, but then they'll probably go home and like ruminate it and have to do like all these like releasing practices to get rid of it. They just don't know how to really do that in front of other people. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Reminder to send your Aquarius friend some love today, but not too much love. Don't make it. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. Yes. Um, Okay. Let's go into some rapid fire questions. What is your morning ritual? You know, everybody's asking me that now because I wrote this habits book and it's hilarious because right now my ritual is not to have a ritual because I'm kind of in post book recovery. It's like, I just gave birth and we, we turn around and print these things pretty quickly in this. I'm not, I know I'm not being very rapid fiery right now, but (laughs) my ritual is to wake up and brush my teeth, drink a giant glass of water, have a cup of coffee and then do whatever the hell I want. Perfect. I love intuitive practices. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Doing with going with the flow. Um, what is your favorite crystal? I don't know crystals very well. Not a crystal gal. Okay. No, what is but the- I like them and they're really pretty. I like the purple one. I have more of those Amethyst. for some reason. Amethyst. Amethyst. Yes. Okay. What is, well, what's your Zodiac sign? Leo. Oh, I love a Leo. You're my favorite. <laughs> you're, you are so Leo. Like I'm triple fire, baby. I have oh, Sagittarius yeah. moon and Aries rising. So okay. I'm on fire over here. Yes. I'm a Sag moon too. Oh, no kidding. I have so no idea should, what that means, but that's cool. We should, well, we should uh, never get in a fight because it would be a lot of being defensive and a lot of yelling. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> um, okay, amazing. What is a mantra that you live by? Mm, a mantra I live by is thank you and yes, please. Ooh, old school, but needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to know about your self-development journey and when you decided to share these teachings with the world. Well, um, I started, you know, I was mostly around money. Like I was always sort of doing what I wanted to in a lot of ways. Like I was in a rock band and I worked at a record company and I was traveling and had a lot of friends and was pretty happy, but I was always, 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 always really broke. And that was just a huge pain point for me and incredibly frustrating because I just didn't know what the hell my problem was forever. 
And finally, in my 40s, I started reading self-help books and, you know, kept hearing about like, change your words, thoughts and beliefs, and it will shift your actions. And then I was like, it cannot be that easy, people. (laughs) I started doing that. And I started going to money-making seminars and I started to really focus on making money, which I really believe just that act of giving myself permission to focus on making money was enormous because that's such a loaded thing to do, right? Like you can focus on losing weight or you can focus on going on dates or you can focus on so many other things, but money is so dirty and focusing on money immediately means you are compromising all of your morals and you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. So just sort of getting over that very large hurdle for me and allowing myself to do that was how it started. And then I started hiring coaches and then I became a coach and I ended up writing and I'm giving you hopefully a nutshell version, but, um, you know, after doing all this work on myself and being a coach and literally reading every self-help book under the sun, I was like, where are the funny ones? Where are the ones with the curse words? Where's, mm-hmm. you know, something with a, a bit more personality in them. And I'm not dissing the other self-help books because they changed my life for sure. But, um, you know, and I'm a writer, I've always been a writer. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to write my damn version. And that's how you are a badass was born. Mm, okay. I'm curious. Do you ever get money shamed for writing a book about money? I feel like I know for myself, like whenever I post anything about abundance or like people in the spiritual and the coaching community sometimes want to shame that. Have you gotten that at all? You know, I may have, I don't pay a lot of attention to comments, good and bad. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, that's an interesting question. I don't, I actually have, oh my God, somebody wrote this whole article on how I've gotten rich on, you know, allegedly helping people with their money. And I was like, and, and I was, I was, that actually really hurt. Cause I spent the whole day with this reporter and I was like, oh my God, I didn't just going to turn around and be so mean, Rude. But, um, but you know, but I'm luckily evolved enough to know that anybody who's that grouchy about it is they have their own money issues and I yes. don't really care. So. Exactly. She obviously didn't read the book and put it to practice. Yeah, man. She doesn't have to like me, but still, whatever. Exactly. Um, okay. So your new book, and we're out of the rapid fire, by the way. So take it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not that I was any rapidy at all. You can't ask so many rapid fire questions in a pandemic. Like, I'm not even wearing pants right now. I mean, it's really not my jam right now. I'm like, so like sweatpants only. Like those are the right? pants that exist right now. Right. Totally. Yes. Um, okay. So your new book, Badass Habits, is all about changing your habits. Could you share what inspired you to write on this topic? Oh, I was so excited to write this book. I, um, well, I have your badass, your badass at making money, and your badass every day. And those are those are about taking action for sure. Uh, but they they are really sort of priming the belief system and the mindset and the awareness pieces. And, you know, there's that phrase, which I'm going to bungle right now, but, you know, your thoughts create your beliefs, your beliefs create your words, your words create your habits and your habits create your reality or something like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the habits are sort of the last piece of that puzzle. And I was like, it's the obvious follow-up. So I wanted to write it for that reason to sort of bring closure to this whole idea of, you know, really taking action. And the other thing that I was super excited to do was write a habits book because I've read all the habits books as well. Um, 
that actually has sort of a course in the book. So you're not just getting a ton of information about how habits work and why we fail at them and how best to stick to them. But there's actually a 21 day course at the end of the book that you literally implement everything that I've written about in the book beforehand and also introducing all these new little tricks in little bite-sized drip. It's like a drip system. So mm. you don't get overwhelmed and you can actually put into practice uh, whatever this new habit is that you want to create. Mm. Okay. So what's the magic behind 21 days? You know, it just seemed, I, listen, I've heard that it takes 21 days to form a habit, that it takes 16, that it's, has nothing to do with time. And, and I, I actually believe in that. Like I literally have changed a habit overnight if I'm freaking out enough. <laughs> so, um, so I just, I just like 21 days. I feel like three weeks is a really solid amount of time. It's not too much time that you lose interest, but it's enough time to sort of anchor things in. And uh, I don't know. I just liked it. It's a good number. Yeah. Um, okay. So what are some habits that you've changed this year? This year? Um, I have started flossing my teeth every damn day, which is huge for me because I, I just never could do it, but I found the best way to do it. I'm telling you, when you sit on the toilet in the morning, you're there anyway. You got nothing else to do. Yeah. I used that, to floss. I used to floss in the shower. But uh-huh. I would sometimes, because then it's like, I'm, I'm in this warm, beautiful water. I want to stay mm-hmm. in here as long as possible. But then I would like sometimes just like leave it in there and then I would forget about it. And then I was like, this mm. is getting gross. This seems Yeah. Sick. And that's going to so. be a, a plumber visit. Also, yeah. there's so much to do in the shower. It's, it's just like endless tasks in yeah. the shower. <laughs> so oh I highly recommend the toilet. Yeah. And that's actually talking about a book called Habit Stat. Uh, no mooching off another habit. So if you've got something you do every day anyway, routinely put another habit onto it and then you just automatically do that new habit. So that was a goodie for uh, flossing my teeth. Um, what else? I'm drinking water every morning. I have a huge um, bottle of water before I'm allowed to have any coffee. That's mm-hmm. a biggie. I live in the desert, so that's really important. Um, getting my, I, I come in and I am like a master meditator some years and some years I just, I, I, you know, I just come in and out with that and I know how important it is. So I've, this year I've really gotten my meditation skills back in line. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really, I haven't completely succeeded at this habit, but I really am trying to stop complaining. That is something I just, Ooh. I have just enough. I'm allowed to be in a bad mood. I'm allowed to have all my feels, but you know, no. I, I have not really, I'm not, no complaining. So that, yeah, that's okay. a habit in progress. I would like you to write a book on that because I need help Thank with you. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Oh God. So that's really seriously with, in comparison to the rest of the world, I have nothing to say. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, let's kind of combine some of two of your expertise here. What is mm-hmm. a good money habit that we can mm. implement? A good money habit, oh God, so many, um, stop complaining about money, oh. you know, don't complain, you know, don't always look for, ex- you know, complain about how expensive things are, complain about how much rich, rich people suck, um, complain about how hard it is for you to make money, how you have to work so hard, like just really watch your languaging around money and people mm-hmm. who have money and what you have to do to make money and your ability to make money. Yes. So true. So when it comes to like changing a habit, I always feel like sometimes just easier said than done. How much of it is like a mindset and how much of it is the actual action? Okay. So let's have a quick 
chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism. And no, it's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Um, I think it is definitely a lot of both, but I think we need to focus more on the mindset part because I think that's the part that's really been left out of the puzzle for the most, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you go on a diet and you read the book and you go to the gym and you clean out all the fat food in your house and buy skinny food. But if you don't get into the mindset, and I actually talk a lot about this in the book about adopting the identity of the person who's already nailed the habit before you even start. And mm-hmm. this is a huge, I spend a lot of time on this and, um, Because if you think about it, if you're going to quit smoking, so you've smoked your whole life and you're going to quit smoking, if you still identify as being a smoker, if you identify somebody who's a smoker, who's quitting smoking, that's going to be a hell of a lot harder to quit than if you identify as somebody who's really healthy, who has healthy pink lungs, who doesn't even think about smoking. Um, It's just a really different mindset. And what it does is it knocks out the negotiation process, which is also something I talk about a lot, how as an ex-smoker, there's always that like, well, I'm having a cocktail. I can have one drag of a cigarette. It's not going to kill me. That negotiation doesn't even come into play if you're somebody who's never smoked in your, you know, if you identify as a non-smoker, you know, I compare it to, you know, you would no more negotiate about having a cigarette than you would having a bottle of vodka for breakfast if that's not who you are. Right. So that identity is ginormous. Mm, okay. And I know you talked to about like who you're being versus what you're doing. Is that kind of along the same vein? Yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm, okay. I love that. So say we want to adopt the habits of someone who eats healthier, drinks less, and let's use those two. Okay. What are some like ways that we can like get into that mindset? Into that identity? Yeah. Into that identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, it all comes down to specifics, right? So I think, I think really one of the biggest 
oil slicks in our path to success is we we know exactly what we desire and we we get ourselves all pumped up but we don't really get into the specifics so and it takes like 5 minutes you know so what are the what are some specifics of somebody who eats really healthy and doesn't drink a lot and you know what is some specifics about that identity so one of the specifics might be like how does this person speak how does this person speak about their body where does this person hang out? What does this person have for breakfast? Who does this person hang out with? Like come up with, you know, five to 10 very specific words, thoughts, beliefs, and actions that a person with this identity participates in and mm. do those. Yes. And I feel like um, I used to just, I would just identify as someone who would never work out at home or who hated working out. And mm. I just like decided that was me. And then I would like, if there was someone on Instagram who looked like they worked out a lot and they were always posting pictures of that, I was like, oh, well, that's not me. I would never mm. be interested in that. And I would just like push it away. And probably like in thinking of it, it was probably because I was jealous of it. So mm -hmm. almost like, it's almost like you need to be mindful of, okay, what am I pushing away that I'm jealous of? Or like saying that. Like, where am I saying like, no, this isn't me, even though I actually want it to be like me. Mm -hmm. And awareness is always the key, right? That's yeah. always the first step. So you have to bust yourself on what you're doing. Yes. So is there like a specific, um, I don't know whether it's like a mantra or like a meditation or something like that, that can help us in shifting our habits? I would say it really depends on the habit you want to shift. I absolutely think there are mantras and I, 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 that's the first step in the 21 days is coming up with your habit mantra, but it's very habit specific. Mm. So what you do is you basically find out your, what your biggest objection is, um, you know, to this habit. So you figure out like, you know, for me, mine was, you know, I can't afford it back in the money days. That was my old mantra and there's a process to it, but my new mantra became money flows to me easily and freely. Mm. And so you just have to find when you create a mantra, you don't have to believe it right away at first, because a lot of times, you know, money was sure as hell not flowing to me easily and freely at that point, but it meant something to me. All, every word in that mantra really had deep meaning for me and it got me excited. So it really is more about connecting to the emotion first and then the, you know, the, the proof will follow. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of how, like, yeah. Cause when we say like fake it till you make it, like some people mm -hmm. really have a hard time with that. Like, are there mm -hmm. any other tips on that? On faking it till you make it? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know, our reality is just, is determined by how we perceive everything around us. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of already faking it. Like there is yeah. no real. So why not fake it in a way that benefits you instead of faking it in a way that sucks, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we faked it until we made it our quote unquote reality. So faking it until you make your new reality is why that's so powerful. Yes. Okay. Love. So you also talk about boundaries, such a hot topic. Mm. What are some tips on setting boundaries? I know women are like worried, like, Oh, I'm going to sound like a bitch. Like mm -hmm. how do we like get over that fear and do it in a way that's assertive? Well, when you realize that healthy boundaries benefit everybody, that it's actually not being a bitch, you know, it's being a bitch is being unclear about what your needs are and then getting resentful and then being all passive aggressive. -y. 
you know, that's no fun. Keeping people guessing, you know, being exhausted because you're trying to please everybody and, you know, ultimately pleasing no one, like that's a party. So, um, you know, and certainly putting down some boundaries definitely goes up people's noses, especially if you're the kind of person who never does it. But that's not really your problem. You know, you're responsible to other people. You're not responsible for them. So you stand up for yourself and you respect your time and your space and you create your boundaries and people who love and respect you will get over their temper tantrums and respect you for it. And maybe even, you know, you know, do the same things in their lives or they won't, but that's not really any of your business. Mm, Yes. Not our business. So true. Um, what are some, what are some ways that we can set boundaries with ourselves? Like I know, a lot of people are having trouble like working from home right now and they're like, oh, the TV's just right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, any tips on that? I'm a big fan of chunking down your time. Mm-hmm. So I think the the main reason that we fail at the things we set out to do is I think overwhelm is such a killer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we get very squirrely when it's like, you know, I totally want to watch that television it's so enticing and we feel so tortured by not doing it. But if you are going to do whatever you're doing for 20 minutes, you know, you've set that boundary. I'm going to, I'm going to sit my ass down and I am going to write for 20 minutes. Then maybe you get a little five minute snippet. You get to watch something on YouTube. Then you write for another 20 minutes. You know, if you break it down into bite-sized chunks, they're manageable. And then you give yourself a little rat pellet you know, treat afterwards of whatever it is. But uh, I really think uh, getting rid of overwhelm is, is critical. Yeah, that's so true. And sometimes I'll have like 20 minutes or something before I have a meeting and I could either just squander that 20 minutes and just like stare at my screen or scroll through Instagram, or I could like, even just putting 20 minutes into something, you can actually get a lot done. So mm-hmm. like I've gotten into that habit now, rather than just kind of like waiting out the clock between meetings. I'm like, okay, I have 10 minutes or I have 15 minutes. I can actually start this one thing. And then once it's started, it's less daunting to go back into. Right. Totally. Yes. Love, love. Okay. Um, what is next for you? Are you just, I know you mentioned you're kind of on this, like, I just wrote a book. I'm chilling for a bit. <laughs> do, you uh-huh. have, do you know what's next or what's happening? You know, I really don't. Then I know what is next is doing this awesome puzzle that I just put out on my dining room table and um, taking a lot of hikes. No, I actually am really, and this is one of the silver linings of this pandemic. Like I really feel like we're all being forced to slow down and go Mm -hmm. inward. And I'm just capitalizing on the lack of distractions and just letting myself really feel what it is that I want to do next. Yes. Flowing with it. Yeah. So important. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep, 
deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend, Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Okay. love it. So we are going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. Um, and I can go first. So I (laughs) thank you. Yeah. I don't think I will ever learn how to factor in parking time into my plans. Like Mm -hmm. I give myself just enough time to arrive at the destination. And I never think about parking, like walking up, ringing the doorbell, like going up the elevator. Like I don't factor those things in, um, Mm. my own faults. And I was running late to a little meeting and I of course couldn't find parking. And I was like waiting for a parking spot. Someone else was waiting for the same spot and we didn't realize, and she got into it before I did. And I didn't realize my window was open and I screamed a swear word that I don't even want to repeat. It was so nasty. And I didn't realize my window was open. And I was like, oh my, like, who am I? Like, that is so <laughs> unlike me. I mean, it is and it's not, but it was just like, I was so embarrassed. Like I had to like park I just like drove into a little alley to collect myself to be like okay like send her love (laughs) apologize (laughs) like what do I do right now um so yeah that was really embarrassing but then that night and then I was really like beating myself up about I was like I thought I was more evolved than this um but I did this full moon circle that night with Danielle Page like I I mentioned earlier and um yeah, she she uh, had us do this practice where we literally like sent energy out from our heart chakra to someone and I sent it to this stranger who stole my parking spot. Um, and that wasn't why I cried, but I was like, okay, I feel like there's closure on this, but then I also need to send myself love for being human. Like we're allowed to screw up sometimes. So yes, uh, now I've also manifested learning the lesson of factoring in parking time. So and rolling up your windows and rolling up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> lesson more importantly yeah <laughs> exactly okay. tell us about your last meltdown oh boy it was such a big one too oh my god I did something I haven't done in ages and I just okay so I had to um I'm having all these issues with my hip right now and I had to get an x-ray and I had to get this special kind of x-ray where they measure the bones in your legs and Apparently, I'm the first person on planet Earth to ever get one of these because it was a full-time career even finding a place to do it. And depending on who I talked to at the front desk, they either did it or they didn't, whatever. It was just this whole thing, Mm. so many moving parts to it that kept getting screwed up. And so I finally find a place to do it. It literally took me a month and a half and a million doctor's visits. Drive down there. I walk up to the front desk and um, 
they had told me that I could just walk in and get it done. And they're like, you need a referral from a doctor. And, and anyway, it was this whole thing where I couldn't get it done again. Mm. And this is like the 10th time I couldn't get it done. So I walk out, I get into the parking lot, I get in my car and I scream at the top of my lungs. Like I slam my dorms, amazing in shower glass, mm. scream at the top of my lungs. Then I drive home like a total jerk. Like I'm sure I was just, I can't even imagine. I don't even remember driving home, but I'm sure I was not a pleasant person to be on the road with. And then I walked <laughs> to my front door, slammed it and screamed at the top of my lungs. And then was like, oh my God, like that was a real scream. Like my neighbors might call the police. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I was like, oh my God, nobody called the police. Like, are the hell ready? Uh-oh. But oh my God, I was so frustrated. It was awful. But you know what? It felt really good to scream out loud. I had got to say like, next time I will get a pillow, but sometimes you just got to let it out, man. I feel like that's like a lesson right now because we are just all under more stress. There's just mm-hmm. more going on. Um, and yeah, I think let's all scream into a pillow this evening. Right? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Was there a manifestation that came out from this or a separate manifestation you would like to share? Well, I ended up getting the appointment and getting my legs measured like the next week. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, but, that was easy. <laughs> but I also really did realize how cathartic it is. And I've done scream therapy before, but I was like, wow, that, and I think you're absolutely right. Like we're so bottled up and we don't even realize how stressful mm-hmm. even those of us with, you know, fairly cushy, easy lives in this pandemic, like it is very stressful. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah, I think I have manifested a screaming into a pillow practice. <laughs> that's, that's going in the next book, right? <laughs> you're a badass at screaming into pillows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Amazing. Well, Jen, this has been fabulous. Tell everyone where they can find you and your books. Okay. Well, you can go to jensincero.com, which is J-E-N and then like the word sincere with an O on the end. So S-I-N-C-E-R-O.com or youareabadass.com will also get you to my website. And the new book is Badass Habits and it just went on sale. So it's really exciting right now. And the course as well. Yeah, it's a little course in a book. It's a book and a course and a course. Mm -hmm. Okay, so good. Yay. Everyone change your damn habits and (laughs) do it with Jen. Thank you, Jen, so much. And everyone, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.